Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered. This weekly podcast is hosted by Rachel Thornhill, who speaks about her life as a race wife and also talks to other women in the racing industry about their left turns, spin outs, and wrecks on this racetrack we call life. Hi guys, um, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill. And today we actually have a guest with us. Um, She is an NHRA top fuel dragster driver and um, a new mom. And she also has her own um, social media um, marketing agency as well. Uh, So today we have Audrey Worm. Hi, Audrey. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. I'm glad. I am, I'm so glad that you wanted to come on um, the podcast. So, and, you know, tell us about your story. So, um, like I mentioned that you, I mean, you got into NHRA, I mean, which is an amazing feat, obviously. I mean, you know, that's not, that's not some small scale thing. So, um, so what got you started in racing? Like, did you grow up in like a racing family? Yeah. So when I was probably eight years old was the first time that I was really, um, telling my family and telling everyone that I wanted to be a professional race car driver. Uh, we used to go to Maple Grove in Pennsylvania was our home track. And we went every year that NHRA came into town and I just loved drag racing, loved everything about it. It was a cool thing to do with my family, with my dad. Um, so yeah, we went every year and eventually we were always into the hot rod scene and we went to hot rod shows and everything. So when I was, I believe 16, my dad was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. So he started his own business of building um, nostalgia slingshot dragsters. And I drove one of those as his kind of shop promotional car uh, for a couple years. And then after that, um, I met my husband and we were dating at the time and he was a crew chief on a professional race team. And I said, hey, uh, what, what would it take to get my license? So we met up with a guy out of Michigan and they let me do some license runs. Um, It took a little while because we kept hitting rain delays and we were fighting the weather, but I got my license with them. And then I raced professionally in the States for, I think two years, 17 or a little bit of 17 and then 18 and 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that's awesome. I mean, um, well, not just that, just just for you to be a woman, you know, in NHRA, especially with top fuel, there's there's not like there's really no women that do top fuel, you know, like compared to all the other um, all the other types of racing that NHRA does. So, I mean, that's that's an amazing thing. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was really awesome. Uh, I think I was one of three of us at the time uh, that were running pretty consistently. Um, Mm -hmm. We did about nine events out of the 24, 
during mm-hmm. the year, but um, then Leah Pritchett, uh, or mm-hmm. sorry, Leah Pruitt, who is now Tony Schumacher, or oh my gosh, <laughs> I am so sorry, <laughs> Tony Stewart's wife, Leah, right? Um, she races Top Fuel professionally as right. well as Brittany Force. Right. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I'm familiar with them. Obviously, I mean, they've been doing it for quite some time. Especially the Force family. I mean, they're everybody oh, yeah. knows who they are, right? Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, I'm. But I mean, still, like, for it to be mainly three women, you know, I mean, that's not a lot compared to you know, like, right. Yeah. So, and that's just an amazing thing that you were able to do. So, um, so what got you, uh, to stop racing for a while? So, yeah. So, um, unfortunately, like everyone else in the world knows COVID hit Mm -hmm. and a lot of sponsors were really hurting and, uh, they kind of had to reshuffle some, um, some tracks and some races weren't happening because of the COVID situation. Um, and then also my husband is Canadian. So we actually moved to Canada and, uh, we couldn't get across the border to go down to the races. Um, okay, the border yeah. was shut during COVID and everything. So, yeah. And then after that COVID kind of eased up a little bit, but then I had a son. So <laughs> now I have a nine month old baby. So racing's kind of been put on the back burner a little bit. Right. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I mean, yeah. I mean, your, your, your child comes first. So. Oh yeah. 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 I definitely know that I have two kids of my own, you know, I mean, they're, I mean, they're teenagers now. Um, one of them's grown and out the house and the other one is still here but yeah so i totally understand that i mean being a new mom yeah Yeah. that takes precedence for sure oh yeah definitely definitely we are excited though we definitely want to take him to some races this summer and Mm -hmm. we've already been to our local track here just kind of when the top fuel cars come to the two races that they do in canada we took him last last summer and he loved it and he wasn't scared at all and his eyes just got that's amazing real real big little grin on his face. So I'm excited <laughs> to take him and kind of show him what mommy, mommy did for a little while. Yeah, no, and that, that's amazing. And, th- and then also, I mean, just him not being scared, especially that little, um, you yeah. know, you would think they'd be t- terrified, but, um, yeah. but honestly, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, racing's in his genes from you. So, I mean, you know, exactly. he probably, probably didn't exactly. even phase him. <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah, exactly. I was worried. Say racing's in his blood, right? Exactly, because it was the same thing with my kids. Like, I, well, my youngest daughter, I was pregnant with her when my husband was was already racing, and I was like, she was almost born at a racetrack. <laughs> like, I almost went into labor at a racetrack. <laughs> And so yeah. I was always afraid. I was like, I don't know. I was, I was like, I don't know if she's going to be like scared of like r- the race cars and stuff. When she was little, I think she was maybe like two. We brought her to World Valor's race. She fell asleep oh. during it. She slept oh through God. it. And I'm like, <laughs> if she can sleep through sprint cars, like she's oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, especially the world of outlaws. <laughs> right. I was so shocked. I'm like, how is she falling asleep during this? 
But yeah, so yeah, I just think that's just the genetic thing, and it's like they're they're good. Like it doesn't bother them one bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. So now that you've been at home with your son, I know you did mention uh, that you had started your own business. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, I realized that I did not want to go back to the corporate world after having a baby. Um, I didn't want to miss anything, didn't want to miss any first words or first steps. So I decided to take all my transferable skills that I um, that I had from managing my own social media um, from racing and just kind of uh, calendar and travel management and all that. And I launched a virtual assistant and social media management business. So now I have four clients and I currently do that full time from home with my little guy by my side. So I really love it. Yeah, no, that's amazing when you get to work from home and, you know, you get to be around your kids as much as possible. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I can relate. Um, When obviously when my my kids were little, now I worked in the corporate world. But for the past six years, I've been working from home. And yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Like I never go back. to working in an office. I was going to say, now that I do it, I don't ever want to go back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's something that, you know, you, you don't get to miss out on any of those little milestones that he's going to reach. So. Exactly. Yeah. He's almost walking. He pulls himself up to the coffee table now and walks back and forth. (laughs) And I'm like, mommy's not ready for this. but. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like they grow up so fast. It, it, like I can't even believe it's been 18 years with my oldest wow. and like, and then 15 with my youngest. And it's like, how, like, I don't know how that is. Like, I thought I just graduated high school, like not that long ago. Right. <laughs> right. I know. Um, yeah. It, it goes by so fast. So it's like when you get to be able to be home with them and, you know, do what you love to do and, you know, it doesn't feel like work. Plus you get to, you know, spend time with him as much as possible. Right. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. So, um, is there any plans for you to possibly get back in the car? Well, I mean, not right now, obviously, but like later in the future. Yes, we were actually just talking about it um, the other week. And we said we would very much like to go and be able to take him to the track. I do miss it. Um, I think I told you before when we talked uh, pre-podcast that mm-hmm. the is very much like a family I enjoyed how everyone, it's like a big community and everyone goes and helps each other. We all support each other. I mean, there's, there's rivalries. And once you're at the starting line, like there's no friends, but it's just a big, a big family. And I really miss it. And I want to be able to take my son and go and enjoy it with my son and my husband again. So hopefully in the future, when the craziness of being new parents settles down and it's a little more stable to go and travel with him, then definitely, hopefully, we will try to get back in the car again. Yeah, no, definitely. It'll take a little bit of time, Um, especially, oh, gosh, traveling with with a newborn. Yeah, I know what that's like. (laughs) It's rough sometimes. So 
I, especially with you guys, you'd be like, you would be, you know, crossing the border, you know, going to another country. Right. So yeah, that, that's, yeah. you know, a lot more, um, yeah. there's a lot more to that. And we one. always, we always joke as any of your listeners will know that have kids, you can't just leave the house in a span of five minutes. Now it takes, it takes a whole car load for the baby's things, plus what you have. And, and it takes an extra 30 minutes to leave the house. So it's just yeah. like packing and packing and planning for a race. I'm okay. sure you and your husband know it's uh you got to take a lot. So when there's baby and little kid things in there too, like, it's going to take a lot of planning. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. With kids, like I always had to like plan either the day before or it was like so many hours prior. And then I always still right. ended up forgetting something. Like I would, I would go through my list like multiple times and be like, no, like watch, I know I'm going to forget one thing, but it's going to be too late. Cause we're going to be like halfway there and never fails even, even to this day. And it's like, yeah. my kids are teenagers now and I still forget things. Like, it's like, I forgot this. And most of the time it's for me, it's stuff for me because it's like, I've been worrying about everything that they needed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I so, totally understand that. Yeah, yeah, it, it never gets old. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't even know. Um, and I tell my husband, I said, when they're out of the house, watch, watch, I still do this. Watch, I'll still probably do the same thing. Right. <laughs> I'll still forget yeah. my stuff. <laughs> so yeah, no, I totally understand that. But yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, it, when you get a chance to get back in the car. I know, I know that that'll be, you know, great for you. Cause I'm sure like if you probably get kind of antsy sometimes, you know, being at the races, I know my husband gets that way. Cause he told me, he said, you don't understand until you've been a racer yourself that watching yeah. other people race is so hard for you. <laughs> so is it the same thing with you too? Yeah. Yeah, so we actually just watched um, this past weekend, the Gator Nationals was oh, okay. in Florida, and the NHRA actually started there. Normally, they start out on the West Coast, mm -hmm. but they skipped it all and bumped it up and started with the Gator Nationals this, this year. So we were watching it on TV, and I'm like, wow, A, that hasn't been a very long off-season for them, and it always feels so mm -hmm. much like faster when you're trying to prepare and get a car and a team and everything ready to go right but, like we we've been busy with the baby so I didn't really think about it but then when they're at the track ready to go again and I'm just like oh yeah I guess it's race season and then we watched it and I was like this is so hard to watch on tv like I just want to <laughs> be there a they're in sunny Florida and we're we were having a blizzard and B, they're all getting to go and smell the nitro and smell the burnouts, which is my favorite part. And I was just like, oh, I miss this. I'm ready to go back. And, and now that I have a son that I can share it with, I feel like it will be just extra special because it was always great sharing it with my dad and my family and sharing it with my husband. So now that I get another person that I get to share it with, it's going to be it's just going to make it that much more special. Yeah. And I totally relate to, you know, how you said smelling the nitro and the burnouts, like if there's something about it, it's like, and it's hard to explain to people that have never experienced NHRA or been to yeah. a race, but smelling that, I don't know. It just like, 
it, it it's like an amazing it's just an amazing smell and feeling that you get yeah. whenever you smell it and stuff i don't know what it is but it's like yeah i totally like, get what you're saying because it's like we've yeah. been yeah we've been to nhra i think twice um yeah and so i totally understand that like it, it's just it's like an amazing feeling but also from a race fans experience like I love going to the NHRA races because it's so neat how like you can get more up close and personal with the racers like um and and stuff because it's like you can easily go by their haulers like you're not closed off like it's not like NASCAR where you know everything is pretty much closed off and you can't really interact with the drivers uh, and i did love that because i mean when we went you know my kids were able to take pictures and get autographs and it was no big deal um yeah so yeah that's one of the that's one of the things that i love about the nhra aside from just all the racers being like a family and and just the community the community that we have was just the nhra's motto is every ticket is a pit pass so yeah, just the fact that we're a great motorsport that fans can come and kids can sit in the car or they can come up to the race car trailer and, and tell me that they want to be a race car driver when they grow up. And, and I get to stand there and take pictures with fans and hear people's stories and what they love about our industry. It just, there's nothing like it. I think that's why I really, it just makes enjoying it extra special because the fans are just incredible. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. And, and it's like, and I, I, I noticed that like the fans well, compared to like, when you go to like a NASCAR race compared to NHRA, I noticed that the fans, um, are way more like laid back and they're, they, and they tend to, you know, give the drivers their space, even though they're technically like really open, like where they can have right. access to you pretty often. They tend to like, you know, be mindful and respectful of, you know, Hey, like they're doing something. I'm not going to bother them. Like I, I've noticed yeah. that. Definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, I totally understand like why you want to get back into it. Like the races are amazing. <laughs> like I, oh, yeah. I would love to go back to another NHRA race, um, you know, soon. Cause we went to, um, we went to Houston and then there was, there was one time where they did come to Baton Rouge, but that was many years ago. Um, but yeah, so I've been, you know, so I was able to go and the, yeah, it was amazing. Like I, I loved it. So, yeah. Well, hopefully whenever I get back in the car in the future and I'm at a race, you're more than welcome to come and hang out. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely, you know, try to make it to one whenever yeah. you're, you know, when you're racing. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Oh, it was, I mean, it was so great being able to talk with you about all of this. Um, and obviously, you know, it's amazing what you've done, you know, as a woman in motorsports, because obviously, you know, um, and that's something I always talk about is that women in motorsports are so underrepresented, but I have to, I have to congratulate NHRA for doing what they're doing, because to be honest, they have so many women in, you know, in, 
you know, in their organization compared to a lot of other motorsports. So I really, I really have to say that I'm so glad that NHRA like really, you know, takes women, they take women on like they should. Cause you know, all these yeah. other motorsports, there's not very many women and there's a ton of women in NHRA. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's what I love about NHRA. They're very accepting and, and they really, um, push and motivate and they're, they're behind the women a hundred percent. Uh, we get just as much airtime and interview time as the men in the industry. And that's the other thing I love about NHRA is the other racers, the fans, the NHRA sanctioning body, there's no, boy versus girl like they're very um supportive of just anybody like i can go out there and just be another racer and and whether it's racers or fans i'm treated just like another racer even if i'm a female yeah and that's amazing because it's like you know the last thing you want is to be singled out um and you know you're being treated you know it their inclusion is is what is what matters and um, and, and yeah, and that was one thing that I, I really, I really liked, especially because, I mean, I was looking into like women from like the past, like, uh, like Nellie Goins, like, I mean, she, she did NHRA back in, we're talking about back in the late sixties, early seventies. And, you know, that that's amazing that NHRA was accepting back then, you know, because, I mean, you're talking right. about a totally different time when most women couldn't even race. And so, yeah, so, like, right. I definitely have to give them props for that because it's like, you know, they've been very accepting of women, you know, for a very long time. So, yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Well, um, yeah. So, I mean, I can't wait to see you get back in the car eventually. I know, I know you will. Um, but yeah, definitely getting, getting all those humps of being a new parent is, yeah, it takes some time, but, um, and yeah. also, um, for you guys, um, I will, I will include all of Audrey's social media links and especially her YouTube channel. So you can go check out all of her videos from when she was racing, um, and yeah, um, thanks Audrey again for being on the podcast. I, I appreciate it. And, um, and yeah, I mean, if you have any final thoughts that you wanted to mention before we head off. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anybody, um, for your listeners, if they go on and they need any social media or virtual assistant services, I just want to give a promo um, for you guys that support and listen to Rachel's podcast. So just um, comment or message me the word race wife and you guys get a promo for that. And yeah, just keep supporting Rachel. I love it. I am loving what you're doing. I think your podcast is very important. Like we talked before, just the the wives behind the guys that go racing, packing the coolers, packing the hauler, getting the kids ready to go, just, and the women that enjoy watching racing and maybe want to be race car drivers themselves. I just love all of it. I think it's great what you're doing, Rachel, and I'm so glad to be a part of it. Well, thank you, Audrey. And yeah, no, I'm so glad that you chose to come on the podcast and share your story because, yeah, I mean, definitely I want as many 
women in the motorsports industry, no matter what they do in the motorsports industry to share their stories, because we all have a story. We all, we all contribute to this community in some way. And so I definitely want, you know, everybody to be able to, you know, talk about what they do and, and also it can motivate other women or especially the younger generation, um, to, you know, have their voices heard in some way, whether, whether they choose to be in the motorsports industry or not, um, whether they just, they're a fan or if they want to be in a car one day or work behind the scenes, you know, um, this, you know, sharing these stories is going to give them that motivation to do it. So. Yeah, definitely. I love it. No, definitely. Thank you so much once again. And um, yeah, and um, like I said, all of Audrey's links will be um, included. And also, uh, like she mentioned, the promo, you know, Race Wife, just send it to her on one of those social media links and, you know, she'll be able to hook you guys up with any type of virtual assistant um, services. So, all right. Thank you. Well, that's it, guys. I hope you liked um, the interview with Audrey. Um, Once again, thanks to Audrey for uh, being a guest on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And also, like she mentioned, uh, just to recap, if you DM her, um, and that's at Mama Turtle uh, Virtual Solutions, if you DM her on either Facebook or Instagram with the with the code race wife, you will be given a special discount on her virtual assistant services. So once again, that code is race wife and you would just need to DM it to her on mama turtle solutions, which is on Facebook or Instagram. Um, those links will be provided to you on this podcast, um, in the description and you can get a special discount on her virtual assistant services. So also, uh, just to let you guys know on Spotify and Apple podcasts is where you can find us. You can also find us on other platforms as well, but, um, with Spotify and Apple, you can follow the show, make sure that you subscribe to it. So you're able to, uh, catch all of our episodes when they come out and, you can also rate the podcast. Now on Spotify, you can only rate, but on Apple, you can rate and review. And I would love for you guys to be, to leave reviews. Let me know your feedback on the show. I mean, we are finally, wow, like we're 13 weeks in now. And so I would love to be able to hear from you guys. Um, any type of feedback is good feedback to me. Um, and also any guests that you guys might be, uh, looking forward to on the show. If I can get them on, I'll get them on. Um, you know, I can't guarantee, but you know, I will do my best. So, um, that's it guys. And, um, look forward to the podcast next Thursday. As I mentioned, I'm here every Thursday and take care.